Bum it in your head. Are you ready? Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. <laughs> yes, forever. I yes. Wanted to know what it sounded like That's in important. my ears. Hundred mm-hmm, percent. No, that was important information, and now we know. Mm-hmm, yes. Are we recording? We absolutely are. We yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Oh, happy Wednesday, friends. And welcome back to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. <laughs> I'm your giggling co-host, Morgan. Oh, uh, I'm Samantha. I'm here. And this is fun. <laughs> I, it's fine. I can't even get through our intro because I'm giggling too much. Uh, it's going to be that kind of episode, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, um, hi from us to you. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling. Loki learning and Samantha. High Hi, quality, quality audio. That's the iPod promise. Sure is. And that's us, and we're here. You guys, we did it. Welcome. Happy Welcome. Wednesday. Opening yeah. ceremonies. We are here. Opening ceremonies in the pod lounge. Candles going. Mm. The mood is set. Wow, the mood is set, and the audio mm. hasn't stopped on us yet. So, oh my. Gosh, we're already yeah a couple minutes in and You've done it by George. You've done it. journey. You've done it. Well, Morgan, that's what's nuts <sighs> new with you. No, but for real. Oh my gosh! Hi. What is new with you, Morgan? Well, you know, we are halfway through halfway through Aquarius season. Ooh, <clears throat> Aquarius season. Yep, halfway through Aquarius season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we've had our birthdays. We have now gone one additional. Rotation around the sun. Congratulations wow. to everybody. Such a journey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Congratulations on your orbit. Yeah. Congratulations on your orbit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Absolutely. So we are here. And in light of that, I. In celebration of that. In celebration of that, mm-hmm. I wanted to do an intro for you. Can I do an intro for you? Is it. You're serving it up on a platter, yeah. a presentation, if you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because, um, so for my birthday, my best friend Samantha, oh, got me a really cool present. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> so, she got me the astrology deck, and it is this gorgeous box with basically what are flashcards, except I feel like I say flashcards, but they're not. Like your homemade fourth grade flashcard index energy. when you're learning, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the states and the capitals and stuff. No, 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 no. No, these are beautiful. Um, and they've got these like th- this pretty little artwork on the back. And then it's all of these different like little astrological tidbits and things. Mm-hmm. And so little factoids yes. and tidbits. And going through it, the deck has these different categories. And so I don't even know how many cards are in here, honestly. I mean, it's thick. It's like a, a nice <sighs> like a inch. Hundred. It's like an inch of cards. Oh, my gosh. Oh, let's no, not. this is like let's an inch not and a half. I don't know. Well, as I would say, an inch and a bit, it's fine. Don't At worry about it. At least 50. For sure there are 50 I like these. that. That makes me feel good. I feel good saying about mm-hmm. that, too. Okay. So at least 50 oh, of these. pretty. Okay. But there's a whole bunch of categories. And so there's a category of... 
lunar phases, mm. which I think are fine. And that's what I actually want to talk about today. But some other things is are, are is it goes through the planets. It goes through the signs of the zodiac. And so it goes through, you know, just all of these different parts. Oh, what is this? Oh, my gosh. Eclipses. Oh, there's one that just talk about eclipses. We're just going to learn so much more. We're into that. We're going to be literate in all of these things because it's not a flashcard, but it is like specific fact on each thing with supporting interesting bits. Dude, remember that time we didn't see the blood moon eclipse? I feel like I saw something in the sky it was our hopes and dreams and a little bit of like a blushy moon like it was a little a little bit of a blushy baby it was not a blood moon it uh, no but it was not you know what i look forward to many more evenings of us staring at the sky for whatever whatever cold middle of the night reason we find ourselves outside podcasting <laughs> Because that will not be the last time that we do that. No. Absolutely not. No. It will absolutely not. Okay. So. Yeah. So tell me about your deck of cards and fish that you've been touching and feeling. I fished these out because Mm -hmm. after after we recorded last week's episode, I asked you specifically, hey, do you know uh, what the phase what phase of the moon was in on the day of your birth. Mm-hmm. And you said you did not. And no I did idea. not either. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, you know, I did have to look up the time of my birth when we were determining that. I didn't know offhand. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't recall. <laughs> and so I found a website <laughs> that told me what the the moon phase was on the time of our birth. And so I thought it would be fun to read out these little cards. Yeah. Except I just lost mine, and so (laughs) I did. I did see that. Did you see this happening over here? I didn't realize that that was an integral part (sighs) to the journey. No, it's cool. It's like here's the thing. I when we before we started recording, I specifically put all of my things in different piles, and I thought, okay, I'm going to be really organized because I don't want to lose things. And I like to be really casual when we record. And I sit on just like this pile of plushy pillows and blankets and stuff. I just like to be all comfy. And I was like, I'm going to lose stuff in this giant pillow mass. It's essentially just a one (laughs) cushion, excuse me, a one cushion couch cushion. But oh my gosh, I just found it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yes. So there it is. The card has been retrieved. Amazing. Huzzah. Congratulations, okay. everyone. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad. Okay, so let's go back. So we are moon phasing, and neither of us knew no. what the journey was. So I I have retrieved the missing card mm-hmm. that was wedged on the side of my giant couch cushion. Giant couch cushion. Yeah. Blob. Yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness the podcast can go on. That's right. Um, okay, 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 okay. So are you ready to hear? Also, okay, so here's about this deck, right? Hang on. Let's let's return to this before I read the cards. Yeah, circle back. So this is the astrology deck, and this was created by a person named Lisa Stardust. Lisa Stardust. Thank yes. you for your work and, and your sh- art. Yes, she is a... Pers- 
professional astrologer, and it is a person with the name of Stardust. That is the type of person that personally I look to and trust Mm -hmm. to teach me about the mysteries of the universe. Yeah. Yeah, More of that in our orbit. Yeah. I (laughs) I see what you did there. Wait a second. (laughs) I just did some very silly fingers. You made a joke about space. Oh, you know. Ah. The moon, space, and the ocean. That's the only things we're worried. Yep. Continue. That's the only things we care about on this podcast. That's right. Look at you. That's right. All right. That's the entertainment that we can offer here, folks. This is it. (laughs) You're great. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So I dug out these two. So you, okay, when you were born, Sam, Mm -hmm. the moon was in a waning crescent phase. Okay, waning. You are a waning crescent. Waning crescent. Yes. Mm-hmm. You are. Waning. So is that that the chunk what do you is know about that? bit out of which side is bit out? Because I don't I don't know what way the circle goes. Okay, so waning crescent uh-huh. means that it's coming. I'm not gonna read the card first, but this is what I believe a waning crescent to be. Tell me what the, your belief is. I believe about the, the waning crescent, so it looks like a crescent roll. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but it is coming out of a full moon state versus a waxing crescent, which is me. A waxing crescent <gasps> is You're a waxing crescent. I am a waxing crescent. <laughs> I am a waxing crescent. <laughs> and that is the moon coming into light from a new moon. Okay. Okay. So that's what I think. You took an astronomy class, though. No, that palace door is closed. In the castle remember? number. So here's the do thing: you not, do they mm. not go over those? So in my mind, it's like whenever I imagine an eclipse, it's like, oh gosh, is it coming? Is it coming at it from the left? Part I have of no me idea. is looking at this, hoping that it's not recording. But this is the part of the podcast that where the recording part actually works. Where I know it's is it? Does it come from the left? There's I don't know. I okay. So okay, good. Well, this is why we need the cards. You okay? I'm glad you don't know either because I didn't know. Welcome and to the podcast because Morgan, the I'm podcast not sure, where we don't know. But I'm not sure if you know this. This is a learning podcast. Mm-hmm. This is a learning podcast. It sure is a learning where podcast. we say, you know what? The room that I kept all of my astrology, but mostly astronomy books. Um, forgotten. The key is gone. Perhaps even the turret fell off into the moat. We're not sure where that wing of the building went. So I'm very excited to be just reignited my passion and my knowledge that perhaps, perhaps it will spark something. But yeah, as of now. And I do expect so I haven't looked at these cards yet. <clears throat> so this is a first mm-hmm. I've been like lovingly looking at them. They've been stacked on top of some books yeah. and, you know, there were some just lay your hand on it on top like they were. It was a moment. They yeah. were part of a moment in the corner of the pod room. Check out the Instagram. <clears throat> yeah. Pictures to come. Yeah. But like these bring me such genuine joy um, because, yeah, I'm getting nostalgia of like having a flashcard, but they're also sleek. Mm. Mm. They're very tactilely like. And I just love having real things to hold. Mm-hmm. 
instead of like scrolling on the internet. Oh, screens. This is lovingly curated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm just like going on and on about how much I love this birthday present that my best friend gave me. So fun. Tell me about the moon. Waning crescent. Ready? Yep. Here you go. So this is what it says about your waning crescent. It says the waning crescent is the last lunar phase before we return to the full moon's joyous gifts of possibility and new beginnings. (laughs) The phase takes the moon from... 49.9% lit on its left side, all the way down to 0.1% lit. This is so specific. (gasps) That's exactly what we wanted to know. That's what we wanted to know. So So it's the left side. It's lit on the left side. This is the C shape. So this one looks like the letter C. Yes. Correctness. That's amazing. Okay, great, 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 great. This is exactly what we wanted to know. All of the astrologists yes. out there that are listening to this podcast, Morgan, are cheering us on. Yep. Yep. Continue. Okay. Okay. So that's the science. That's what's happening. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And then we continue. All right. During this time, you may feel energy waning. As this phase closes the lunar cycle, it is the perfect time to surrender, reflect, and take care of anything that needs attention or release before welcoming the new moon. Mm-hmm. People born in this phase are typically imaginative and spiritual. Ooh. Well, what do you think of that, Waning Crescent? I mean, that's that's pretty darn pretty darn good enough. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That's like the the um journey of the energy yeah. and the being bored. Like, do you want to hold summoning? your card as you talk about this? Ooh, I haven't because touched these yet. I know, but <gasps> you know, sometimes you were just saying too, like it's just sometimes the power of just like holding it. Power. So here you go. Just forward. like yeah, hold it. Forward. We're scooting Ooh, we forward. Reached. Oh, we there's got so it. much written. <gasps> yeah, so just like hold Waning that for a little crescent. bit. Ooh, yeah, new beginnings. We're just, I really like how much it talks about how much it's lit. Okay, this is the part that I wanted to that just look helpful. at. That was mm-hmm. okay. So forty nine point nine down to zero point one percent lit on yeah. the left side. On the left the side, the moon is lit. It's lit. It's a lit. Uh, so perfect time to surrender, reflect, and take care of anything that needs mm. attention. I always feel that energy right around this time of year. So that makes a lot. That makes a lot of oh, sense. Yeah. Um, and then you know the. The imaginative and spiritual, I definitely, I would say that that's definitely all about the vibes. It's all about the vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for letting me touch. I this see is that. Beautiful. I see you. Beautiful. I like, I see you as a creative person. That's fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to know about, yes. do you <laughs> want to know about my moon phase? Yes. I, please okay. tell me Ooh. everything. Okay. You beautiful, <clears throat> beautiful waxing crescent. Waxing crescent. Okay, so waxing crescent. The waxing crescent follows the new moon. Okay, that's what I said, right? M- new moon. Yep. And then the waxing crescent. Yeah. Love being right. Gosh, we're so smart <gasps> and brilliant. Wow. Okay. The brain power on this podcast. <laughs> There's a part of my personality who loves to be right. Mm-hmm. And there's not always a place for that. No, she's welcome at the but table. But this time, thank you. Thank you for welcoming her. And mm-hmm. you know what? That was just like against myself. And so it was just like, anyways, way to go. 
Mm. Yeah, let's soak this in. Because this podcast is all about us. Welcome, you guys. Welcome to this podcast. It's all about, it's us. All about us. Okay, tell us about yourself. Okay, I'm coming Tell back. us all about it. <clears throat> all right. The waxing crescent follows the new moon. During this phase, the moon is at 0.1% to 49.99% lit. This phase is extremely helpful for beginning to manifest those new moon intentions you've set for yourself. As the waxing crescent begins, it brings more light into your life. Oh, because Uh it's become, yeah, light. Mm, Okay. This metaphorically and mm, real actually. Right. (laughs) For real skis? For real skis, Morgan. But also for feeling skis. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Uh, interesting. Okay, so this phase gives you a chance to test out your goals with some refreshed energy. Here, you can really appreciate fruitful possibilities unfolding in your life. People born in this phase are typically ambitious, curious, and adventurous. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I would... I would say that's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. How's that feeling for how's that vibrating against your soul as you hear those words? I mean, I would I would say this is accurate. I I think that I'm a curious person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm adventurous. In my mind, I'm adventurous. You're a curious cat. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm curious though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, isn't that fun? That's very fun, Morgan. I'm very literally thrilled that you and metaphorically, literally and metaphorically, bringing light into my life. Mm-hmm. I imagine, like, yeah, some beautiful rhythmic music playing. Yeah, some Enya. Yeah, probably some Enya. Yeah, and like a babbling <laughs> brook sound in the background. Ooh. And then there's like birds chirping, and then yeah, there's like you that. know light that comes on me. Yeah, I just described like basically my Aquarius vibes yeah. music video. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, okay, yes, that's some energy. I'm very interested in. I don't know how we got on that what? topic, no, no, but no. that's just where I pivoted to, and we're still in the intro. I so just, like, why not? I don't even care. I need to Do you know. Want to talk about? That I for need a little to bit? know. I need to know about this. Well, here's the thing, because I have a whole nother thing. That I need to talk to you about as well. But like for real, just give me like a quick breakdown. It's your Aquarius Vibes music video. Give me just in under yeah. under 20 words. What um, is it? Oh, man. Okay. Like. Sometimes it's. <laughs> like sometimes it's just even like sounds. Uh-huh. And it's not even like full words. Like uh-huh. I think sometimes it's just like a, like a. <laughs> and like I imagine a lot of like <laughs> hair blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah. And and like standing on like cliff sides. Sometimes it's just imagery, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a vibe, but there's also like. You know, like pink and purple, like streaming. Sorry, I'm just trying to not fully laugh fully into the microphone. But as you all know, this is an ASMR podcast. Like, 
Okay, here's what I'm trying yeah. to describe. No, no, it's get there. Like, mm-hmm. Do you ever just have a season in your life or uh-huh. like, you know, a time and you're like, hey, there's just a general vibe going on here. Absolutely. Yes. It's just a general vibe. What's the mood board? Sometimes you, sometimes, you know, you change your clothes a little bit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're like, hey, I'm going to be this person. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to describe my general vibe and aesthetic mm-hmm. as we're like halfway through this Aquarius season. Yeah. And this is the person that is manifesting. Mm-hmm. That's what her soul looks like. She's strong and powerful. <laughs> Sounds like a babbling What does brook. that mean? And some- I don't know. What does that mean? I don't know. I, I don't just, know. It doesn't, Morgan, there doesn't, there's no right or wrong answer. That's just what it is. What are, okay, That's, so mm. how are you interpreting this Aquarius season? So and especially I, after like reading our moon phases mm-hmm, and stuff, like mm-hmm. tell me mm-hmm. what's going on over there. So, you know, when like there are scenes, Morgan, there's this movie called Wizard of Oz and mm, there yes, are familiar. some yep. like skipping into the sunset kind of moments mm-hmm. and whatever, but there's also literally being caught in a tornado moments where you're yeah. looking out the window and you're just seeing things flying. Yeah, like the cows passing yeah. by and Yeah, or like yes, like Twister. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say that it's all a little bit in slow motion. Mm. And like maybe instead of concerning music it's just like that's probably fine and we can just keep on going Uh, 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 uh. and it's like you just see but it's it's slow motion and like There's a lot of, you can tell that there's a lot of intention, like the meteorologist <sighs> is on the TV and it's like, as we've been saying for the last 72 hours, this mm-hmm. is what's happening outside. <laughs> so like, I would say that the vibes are chill, but it's a little bit of just things are moving around and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this is one of the just beautiful times where we get to say, welcome to Aquarius season. It's all happening. <laughs> it's here. So, okay, yours would sound like a babbling brook and <sighs> some wish of mine is a little bit more like. <sighs> yeah. You know, it's like, I think it's kind of like, yeah, we talked about, we talked about Enya last week mm-hmm. as the musical. I'm talking about, I'm referring to the musical artist. Yes. This time, not my plant, but the musical artist Enya. Imagine that, but also kind of, you know, a mix of like Celtic women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Irish Moors and, Ooh, you know, we're just like fog. Yeah, like mm-hmm. letting the wind mm-hmm. just pass through us. Ooh, are there trees Trying that are calm. like wispy? And... No, there's actually, there's no trees. It's just no trees. <laughs> it's just moors. No it's, it's just, just moors and grass, but no snakes. Okay. There's no snakes okay. on this cliffside. That's an important detail. Thank you for specifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked the cliffside that doesn't have snakes, so I don't worry about that. I'm glad that you specced it out. <clears throat> Excellent work. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, <sighs> so, uh, 
more about moon phases? Is there any other things? No, that was I need, it. I need to bring just, your attention to something. Thank you for letting me tell that story because yeah. I have been looking at this gift and I was so excited about mm-hmm. it. And then I really wanted to talk about it during Aquarius season. Yeah. Because it got me thinking about something else we hadn't thought about. Yeah. And I didn't know what moon phase I was born in. And I was like, I don't know if my best friend knows. You're just a little waxing crescent. I'm just a waxing crescent. <laughs> uh, so, Morgan, I've been quietly mentioning that mm-hmm. I found a thing. I found a thing in the finding and the looking in my phone, all my digital files, all of the things. Yeah, There are a few things that I stumbled upon that I just wanted to bring your attention to. And... Uh, the first is, um, uh, let's, let's go this way. The first one is, Morgan, do you remember when we thought that we wanted to start a vlog? And <sighs> it was, uh, we're going to do, is it going to be like kids crafts and stuff? Thousand right? years ago. Well, oh, let God, me tell you, so many hobbies let interests. me tell you some of the things, we're so many things that were on our list for what we thought that we wanted to start what? a vlog Where about. Where did you get this list? Mm, so I'm pretty sure that this is from 2014 or 15. <sighs> That was so long ago. Yes, it goes on for a while, but I just took some screenshots of like the highlights of the list because there's a lot of things Uh, on it and some are very specific and silly and we don't need to go into that. Oh my gosh, Um, I love this. This goes into the some of the themes that we're going to, you know, chat about during our episode today and some of our favorite things that we were saying, hey, let's let's just talk about these items yeah. It was hilarious because I knew that when you said, hey, let's talk about these things, I said, oh, she doesn't even know that I have this list to tell her about. So let I me don't. tell you some of these things that oh are God, on this list. I was list. so confused. And now I see where this is going. Do you see why what? I was so... See, it was the oh wibbliness. Okay. It's the wibbliness. Okay. So first of all, these are in no specific order. Okay. And some of them are very random. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. I love it. Uh, So... <clears throat> Friendship Pony Snapchats mm-hmm. and My Little Pony Names. What ours would be? We're not answering these questions right now. Um, I'm not going to say what we thought our name could be yet. I'm going to save that for a minute. Uh, additionally, Inside Out slash Depression. We have referred to the movie Inside Out already on this podcast before. <sighs> and already back in the day, we were just like, heck yeah. Uh, Great imagery in that movie. Catan. <laughs> Geekdom. Mm. Um going out into the world and how it's hard. <laughs> Additionally, our friendship, how we met, why we know each other, 92% and why it's increased now to 97%. Whoa. But it started at 92%. Mhm. And why we'll be friends forever. So those are some of the things that were on our original list from 2014 of what our podcast could all be about. And then additionally, there was um, the talking about specific movies. Mm -hmm. Okay. And this is I'm going to go on just our 
recommended list yes. or things that Morgan hasn't shown me yet. Um, this was our original list, Morgan. Whip it. <laughs> That's still on our list. I know. We literally talked about oh it two my nights gosh, ago. I just said we should mm-hmm. watch that the other night. Yes. Schindler's List. Oh, gotta be in the right mood, yep. but it's important. Calendar Girls. Because it's, it's great. Because it's, it's so great. long. Yeah. Um, Austin Land. Oh my gosh. Yes. And we were also talking about that recently. Mm-hmm. And then Titanic documentaries. Oh my gosh. We watched those. So uh, those are some of the items that I found on one of our original lists when we were like, it's great. Hey, we love talking about things. And you know what? Some of the things that we enjoy talking about, those are some of those things. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Morgan and I found out uh, along the journey that we were 92% compatible on one of those match sites back in the back in the days oh my of the gosh. online yes, dating. When we did online dating. <gasps> yes. And it was just like, oh, 92%. That makes sense. We're yeah. besties. And we're like, oh my gosh, we are 92% oh, the same person. The journey. Uh, but yeah, so I I was just really excited to find that list. And it gave me a lot of feelings because I literally had not laid eyes on it for years. Huh. And I said, look at the consistency and the thoughtfulness. Okay, so here was so here was the those name. Things we mm-hmm. still love today, and we talk about on a regular basis. So here's the name. Here's the name that uh, we came up with a long time ago. Again, welcome to Aquarius Behavior, yep. a best friends podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but this could have been <clears throat> two girls, one boat, shipping each other from sea to shining sea. Oh my god. <laughs> with that we did oh my god and i love i just need you to know welcome to aquarius behavior oh my gosh no but that's so good it gave me such joy because honestly you know oh shipping each other from sea to shining sea Mm. it just was really it's it was a thing of beauty these weren't sherlock years weren't they yeah it was these are sherlock yeah these are back this was yeah this was back these were john mock days (laughs) yeah i I found another handwritten (laughs) thing of just all of the places that we wanted to go visit and that i'll i'll pull it out in the future it's fine it's just it's like little bits time capsules of women i just who even were they let's find out because i don't remember let's but okay Mm. and that's what I love it's kind of like how my phone photos now <laughs> remind me on certain days when things happened Thank and I took goodness. photos. Mm-hmm. I love that because I love remembering pieces of who I was in the past and the parts that align. Yes. And then I just have a small celebration inside of myself and I'm like, yeah, look at us. We're on the right track. <clears throat> Go this us. Is the through line. <laughs> These are the themes that have look continued. Up, you've come, girlfriend. Yes. Yes. The journey. That's so fun. And you're right. Thank you for bringing that up because today, well, first of all, uh, it is February 8th Mm. when this episode will come out. And so it is getting close to Valentine's Day, which will be next week. But more importantly, on our calendar is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Thank Mm -hmm. you, Parks and Recreation. Yeah. 
Leslie, nope. This is an observed holiday consistently. In our friendship, we have <laughs> we have a lot yeah. of uh, just intentions around Valentine's Day, and also just celebrating mm-hmm. the important people, important women in in our world. Yes, on the thirteenth. What up? Yeah, what up? What up <laughs> for the women? So this is going to be our Galentine's episode. And we thought we would just have fun chatting about some friendship things. Friendship we like. things. We, we just thought we'd have a storytelling episode mm-hmm. and that might be fun. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk. We have three categories today. Three stories. Things to discuss, I suppose, that are really important to our friendship and why. Yeah. And the first one, which was on the list that you just read, is Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan. Yeah. This this is a through line in our friendship for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. So Settlers of Catan. Yeah. Why why is that board game such a strong piece of our friendship? It's pervasive in every area. Yeah. Why is it important, Sam? Why... Isn't it important? It is for us, it's a cornerstone of like communication and um opinions. Settlers of Catan, yeah, it is a game with hexagons and houses and roads and building things, and it's an individual game. That we have played with groups of people. It's like, okay, hey, we, we've we met you. We know you. Do you want to play Catan with us? Mm-hmm. Do you want to, when do you want to play Catan? So that was very uh, 2012, 2013. Yeah, no, we started, oh, for, we started playing before that. Okay. It was like maybe oh nine. Oh, we were playing we in were DC. Playing, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then we mm-hmm. took a trip mm-hmm. to DC. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're going back. We're going back mm-hmm. because I remember Catan. So my first experience was playing with you and my other friend slash your sister, mm-hmm. and you guys introduced me to Catan. So okay, you played that in your family. So that was my first exposure. Okay. Yep. To Settlers of Catan. Okay. And then mm-hmm. I started playing with my brother, and my brother and I, we are extremely competitive game players. That's right. And uh, so, yeah, it's emotions. There are emotions. There are emotions. And things can get intense. And so then there were a lot of years of you and I playing with our siblings. Mm-hmm. And Getting like really in my good. old in my mm-hmm. old apartment yep. and like in your old condo. Yeah. And we it would we would take it very seriously. Yeah. And like we would play with other friends. Like he'd have his friends over and we're like, dude, do you want to play Catan? Do you want to learn? And I feel like Catan is kind of a it's like a it's a gateway board game. It's a gateway game. I think. Because there's also expansions. Yes. And I and like for me. Catan, Settlers of Catan, or Catan, however you say it, I pronounce it Catan, I hear both ways. We're not judging here. All are welcome. Mm-hmm. No one's going to say you're wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm going to pronounce it Catan. We're just going to keep on saying Catan. going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but for me, it was also just the first board game, like strategic board game I played that got me interested in other more advanced board games. Mm. And so it was super fun for me. What more do you say about Catan? It's 
I really loved it when it got to the point where it was so popular that you could play it on your iPad because by then we oh. were addicted. Yes. We were. Did you have the app? Because I, I did. I fully for a while. had the app. I fully had the Catan app. It You could play it. You could play against other people or you could play in person or you could play against the computer. My brother still has it does on his he, phone. Does he really? He plays oh it regularly. <gasps> He is just an elite. He plays it regularly. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah. And I'm happy to know that of him. That gives me great joy. Yeah. Gives he me takes great it, joy. He trains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He does. I know. That's why we have to start a Catan club because Ooh. I just want to play Catan more. Because yeah. I We're live with missing... somebody who's mm-hmm. not a huge fan. And that's okay because here's the thing Catan is not for everybody. And I also recognize that playing Catan with me is also not for everybody. <laughs> and I am a big enough person to admit that it's a specific flavor. I work really hard to be respectful. I mm-hmm. believe in respectful gameplay, mm-hmm. but I want to win. That's right. And I am going to give everything I've got. You've been training for I'm this. I'm not here to make friends. Okay. I'm not here to get personal or like take cheap jabs at people, but mm-hmm. like I'm here. To be strategic and, and get the job smart done. Smart moves. I'm here to get the job done. You're here to get the job yes. done. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're showing up win. to get the job yes. done. Yeah. It was satisfying that you and I got to play with my future sister in law, Rachel. Yeah. Because I none of us had played Catan in so long. Our fiancés refuse. Ooh, uh, much love so to the fun. boys, but they have been blocked by a structure or a road too many times I get it, man. for me to be forgiven. And I understand no, there's I get it. space for those feelings in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And so we had a opportunity in the last little bit to play with Rachel. It was <gasps> one of that our was listeners, Rachel. Mwah. Shout out. That was satisfying mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. I also realized I was rusty. Yeah. You know, I was just like, whoa. I forgot. Woo, like, woo, woo. We made some poor choices right at the beginning, and I know. it just it. We thought that it was just a a <sighs> choice board. We thought yeah. that it just, you know, when the board just flows and there's the correct distribution of all of the resources, and then the numbers are correct, and you're just like, wow, the grouping, Morgan. Look at the mm-hmm. grouping. And then you're halfway through the game, and it's like, well, where did we all go wrong? Okay, well, here's. Can I just tell you You what I saw? You may. Because from my perspective, I told you that my initial layout of my settlements and my roads, I set myself up. We're going to talk about Catan right now. So if you don't know what Catan is, I'm going to just say right now. Just go on YouTube. Go ahead. Go on YouTube and learn. watch how to play. Or just go ahead and skip ahead for like, you know, five minutes and then we'll be done. Five to 40 minutes and we'll be done. And you don't have to listen to it. But if you do know what Catan is and you like it, Mm -hmm. buckle up because we're going to get specific. We're going in. Okay. So in the game that we played. Welcome cool kids. Right? (laughs) My strategy that I set myself up for Mm. is that I set myself up on wood, which had a four. Yeah. Not the best probability, but also not the worst. It's like, well, that could happen. And you need a lot of that to get things done in the game. (sighs) It could happen. Mm -hmm. And also, especially, I put, let's see, I I put a settlement on it like pretty early. One of my first, my first or second, no, second or third turn. And I and I right away put that on there. And then 
I got an extra uh, settlement later. And then I upgraded to a city. Mm-hmm. And then you know what happened? What happened, Morgan? We rolled a four once, once. in the entire game. Whole and game. And the dice were not with us. And mm-hmm. I was on a wood port. I just like, I totally set this up. And I, I did was this. on a wood port. I did this intentionally. And so that's the thing about Catan is just sometimes the dice are not with you. Mm-hmm. And then you got to change your strategy. And then you hope that that turns up. And then sometimes, didn't happen in this game, but sometimes then the dice decide to grant your former wishes and then you get all the resources that you wanted for plan A, but you've already committed to plan B. And then it's like, what do you do? I never get sick of that game. It And it's different every single time. I know. It's different every single time. And you can think that you know what you're doing at the beginning. There's, It's like mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to ride a bull a little bit because mm-hmm. everyone's yeah. messing around and you have your journey that you're envisioning that's going to happen. But then all of a sudden, left field yeah. and... You're blocked. Someone built a settlement exactly in the spot and you can't build next to that one because now it's only one space instead of two spaces and pivot, hard pivot. It's like so and then you had to step out for a moment so you could go and um get your computer so we could do some podcasting things <laughs> like you guys after like, we play it so you're like oh i'm gonna run home guys it'll be 15 minutes Just whatever need to grab it real quick and so then joel stepped in my fiance and yeah he was just also displeased he was dismayed at my choices with right off the bat the situation mm-hmm. because you know what mm-hmm. it was it was pretty evident that the dice were not going to cooperate with us and it turns out that was just how the whole game went. Well, my solid choice what you gonna too. Do? I showed up strong for specifically you a, invested. You went all in on wheat. A wheat port on an eleven, you went all in. and then an additional um, sheep next door on like a three or some dumb number. Yeah. So it was it was a rough game for yeah. everyone. So shout you know shout out to Rachel for slogging mm-hmm. through that game with us because it was yeah. it was a journey and i i thought that it was going to go differently yeah like you pulled then, it out i but- know and then she and i both were on a wheat tile mm-hmm. that was a 6 and we rolled half a dozen sixes during the game yeah literally yeah and so we were rolling in the wheat rolling in the wheat Mm, okay <laughs> thank you okay <laughs> i needed to make that a song because it sounded cute yep no, so that's real yeah now. we just we had an abundance there was an abundance of wheat mm-hmm. and no one needed it so mm-hmm. that's just oh it relit the fire the passion fire in yeah. my heart yeah what would you say is your favorite uh port to be czar of or what's your favorite resource to sling like let's just <sighs> Just situationally, I don't know if I can reveal my secrets here do on you, a public podcast. Oh There's gosh, like seventeen people that listen to this. Podcast. You know what? I hadn't even thought of the implications of you sharing. I don't know your I don't know resource references. Thank you for sharing your boundary with me. I appreciate I that. No, maybe not on I'm this tempted, podcast. But there's a part of me that's too competitive. Yeah. And that doesn't want that's to be acceptable. <laughs> you know what? Secret. She can hold on to that right now. <laughs> she can hold on to that because can also, I let her just lead this right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Katana in the future. Oh my gosh. And you know, this is a safe space for that. But 
It is true. You have some competitors listening to this podcast right now. So I do. Choices. We will we will meet again. We will play again. <laughs> I'll be on waiting. The battlefield. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. So Catan, it's been on the list since forever. <clears throat> yes. And, and as you mentioned, so you I want to mm-hmm. come back to it because another, I think for me, another important friendship moment mm-hmm. with Catan is when you and I took our friendship trip to dc yes and we visited a co-worker uh, a former co-worker of ours mm-hmm. and we went and visited him and like we went and saw all the sites and whatever but we decided oh my gosh dude i found a travel Catan, and i was like we need to take this with us and yes. it was perfect we played on the plane we played in the airport we brought it over because he also loved Catan, and he did not have uh the board game with him in dc and so it was amazing. It was a whole weekend of tiny Catan. The whole weekend. And it is so tiny. And it had, you know, the little pegs yeah. that you stick into the board so everything can stay. Because it was it's travel, just, so you want to be able to move it around. And if it you was hit a bump very or something. Wee. I just, oh, it's so wee. It's it was, so small. It was very cute. And so that is also another, one of my favorite memories of around Catan. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. we just, we play that game so much. So much. We've played it. In a lot of different uh, environments, too. Yeah. Because we have a beautiful nature center where we live. And we used to do journeys over there with good friends Mm -hmm. and do Catan in the large room up there and look at the beautiful plants and out the windows. Yes. And that was also just a lovely time with a completely different group of friends. It was. Yes. Because that was the time when... Oh my god, this is like almost ten years ago, and it certainly was. We worked. We both were working a split shift, mm-hmm. and so and we had like our coworkers yeah. who worked split shifts with us, and so it's every like, now well, and then, let's be not like, go hey, home. Yeah, you guys, like, hey, work's over instead of don't go to grocery shopping today. Let's, let's go uh, play board games instead of cramming a nap what? into your yeah. <laughs> into your little break. Yeah, we used to play oh, board games, so that, that was just such a nice time. That was a nice little, time. Little memory um, nugget for us <sighs> now that's on our podcast. Remember when we did that? Remember that us nice in the future time. listening back to this of when we did that thing in the past that See? we're reminding ourselves of now? Yes. Look at that. It's a big part of our friendship. Mm-hmm. I want to circle back to, to our DC trip because mm, another so line that has followed through our friendship mm-hmm. is when we were on our way to DC, we chose to start a documentary. And oh, we did. A documentary that we now have since finished, mm-hmm. literally within the last year, I think. Yes. I said, oh, so that thing we started in 2013, it's it's time for us to finish it. And that thing was our mutual love, but truly your passion for the Titanic. Yes. So we watched Ghosts of the Abyss, but we didn't finish it because I rented it and it was a 48 hour rental. And so we were watching it on the plane. But then we got to our destination and we started vacationing and having fun and sightseeing and learning. And playing Catan. And playing Catan. Yeah. And so we never finished it. Yeah. I have since purchased the Blu-ray. We've watched it. Super fun. I'll watch it every year now. Yeah. But yes, the Titanic. Because Titanic season is coming. You're right. Like it's Aquarius season now. And then it's Titanic season. Because 
Titanic season is coming. Titanic season is coming. And we're going to talk about Titanic on the podcast because, yes, I am passionate about the Titanic. Passion. Passion is a good, good word. It's one of my passions. It's one of my hobbies. Mm -hmm. Just learning about Titanic. I would say it is a full hobby. It is a pastime. Finding facts. Watching documentaries. Mm -hmm. Absorbing knowledge. Yeah, just absorbing knowledge. Reading the stories and the lore. Watching the movies. I'm absolutely fascinated by it. And Mm -hmm. I have been since I was a child. It's something that has endured. Ooh. Titanic has endured. But how did, like, so how did we find out that you also had a thing for the Titanic? Do you remember how that came about? I think it may have just been one of our early movie evenings where it's like, all right, let's pull out the classics. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, when you meet someone and... Like, secretly, you'd be totally down to watch Titanic, but Titanic's a mood. Titanic's a feeling. Long. You know, and when you are in the back in the day and you have the two VHS VHS, you have to switch halfway through it like kind of a, you know, sad vibes part. And so if no one's having fun, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, well... De- or VHS 2 is a little bit more rough. Uh, and so true. I feel like it was one of our early movie nights where it was like, okay, um, so here's what I have. So you're just holding up like so. Twister and oh, like- I do love Twister too. Big business uh-huh. and like then you slowly hold up the two VHS of Titanic and say- or Titanic, and I feel like everyone was fully down that day, and we just went for it. And because someone must have said something like, "Well, it's April, so it's Titanic," and just the fact that like we knew Titanic facts, and then it's like, "Oh, oh, y- y- you know about the Titanic? You're aware of the lore and the history. You you know the facts and can like spew them Sometimes. out." Of your brain with accuracy and like articulation and it was beautiful and it was just like well it's titanic season now we just have to celebrate it every year because it was just an abundance of knowledge yeah i think yeah the the earliest memory i have of you and i like watching titanic together Mm -hmm. was it was like the year after college when we were living with our parents before, like, I got my apartment and you moved into a condo. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we usually just, you know, spent time with our friends, like, hanging in our parents' basements. Hanging in the basements. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just, like, and and then sometimes we just have, like, sleepovers in the basements. Like, hey, we're just going to, like, stay up and, yes, you know, just, like, catch up and have girl time and have a couple drinks, you know. Watch some watch a fun star movie. kid I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was one of the movies I specifically remember. It yeah. was like the falling asleep movie yes. where it's like, okay, everybody, we're all just going to like get quiet. Everybody find their couch mm. or like their Everyone cozy up on your recliner. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then it was like we had some people who just fall asleep immediately. I'd be up like pillows. watching for another hour and just like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. take it in. And then it just became, became an annual annual tradition tradition yes because it's nostalgic it's nostalgic and it's it's also like aquarius season the winter things and Mm -hmm. then spring starts happening and it's like oh especially when april starts we're like 
Guess what today is? It's the day that the Titanic left the port to go on the journey. Yes. Yeah. So I also specifically remember, so there's a story. You were not there, which is why I'm going to tell you this story. Ooh, I love it. Because that it makes was, sense. It's the time. <laughs> that makes sense, Morgan. It's the time that I realized that Titanic facts were not common knowledge. Mm-hmm. And I realized that this was just, I don't want to say an odd Maybe, maybe just like a niche. Yeah, maybe a, a little niche, niche interest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it, it it always becomes exciting when I find somebody else who's like really into the Titanic. Uh, yeah. When and, we say mm-hmm. into the Titanic, we can all know what we mean by yeah. being like where you're going to devote Titanic. multiple evenings mm-hmm. to watching documentaries about titanic and yeah we have things to get through seeking out information on youtube absolutely yeah or like oh my gosh i'm gonna specifically you know order this special anniversary dvd with the the extra special features so we can watch all of them like that's what we're talking about we're into it like i own the four disc special 20th anniversary blu-ray of titanic and yes y'all I am aware that it is back in theaters in February 2023 and it's being renovated. And you know what? I am going to go see it. Yeah. I will go see it. Yeah, we will. No, our fiancés don't know. Pay money to go see that. No, I did already actually tell my fiance. And I was like, hey, Mm. I really need you to do this. Okay, fair enough. We're going to tell right now. So everybody knows now on the podcast they're all coming with us. You know what's funny? He won't know this until April when he actually gets to it's this in episode. It's 3D. And the thing is it's yeah. just like I can't let that pass me by. Mm-hmm. Like I have to go experience that. Of yeah. course I do. We have to it's grasp that. It's one of my favorite that. movies of all time. Yeah. And I'm not ashamed to say it right now. Mm-hmm. I will say that I'm allowed to like it. Morgan. I'm allowed to find joy. It's something and I find that joy in the movie Titanic. Absolutely. <sighs> it is I'm I can't get up on my soapbox right now because you know I could talk for hours about Titanic. Well, like I specifically someday just want a Titanic uh, podcast. Well, so that's what um <laughs> someday you guys. Okay, that's what this is all about. So that's the whole thing. We'll get there someday. We've alluded previously to what we thought this podcast could be, and the amount of research and time we would have to dedicate to make it the podcast about Titanic that we would just strive for it to be. We don't have the capacity yet, but we get to talk about how much we love Titanic uh, on this podcast about our friendship, which a significant pie slice. Yeah, because we is can't Titanic. We can't not talk about Titanic on our to friendship ta- podcast. We have to talk about Titanic. Yeah. It's a yearly Absolutely. thing. It's something we Absolutely. in our conversation on a daily or weekly basis we just drop those titanic references in there we just give each other a little side eye just like yeah i saw you i saw you drop in the the bestest movie lines up into this conversation Mm -hmm. that's what's happening yeah Mm -hmm. so makes me feel great thank you okay so bringing it back around no realize that we got on a tangent as we do yeah so um welcome to our podcast going back the i wasn't there when i realized that people don't know Titanic about facts. Titanic. Yes. yes. Okay. When great. I realized that I had Perfect. a niche interest. And so this was in college. This was like early years in college. I was I was maybe like 20 years old, I would say. This was yeah, this was like when I was 21 for sure. 
because it was definitely a little inebriated. It's like, yeah, what level of um, alcohol introduction yes, have you been so exposed to at that this point? This was like a cabin weekend with some friends from college in Wisconsin, Wisconsin. like in the wintertime. And so the only thing to do was just to like bundle up inside and drink alcohol and that just like sense. play board games and watch movies. Mm-hmm. And so I remember one of the gifts uh, that the we were celebrating a birthday, and so one of the gifts that the birthday gal received was one of those ice cube trays with the Titanic, like the you know silicone. You the, do have the one? gin and <laughs> Titanic. Yes, they call it ice tray. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. so you can put water in there and then have tiny little frozen Titanics and. Yes. Some tiny little iceberg-shaped ice cubes floating around in your drink. It's very inappropriate and also gives me such joy. I'll be the first one to say I was going to say the same thing. It's inappropriate and we know that. Yep. Also, I own one. It exists in the world. Yeah. And, oh, one moment. Remus has an opinion. So you guys were opening presents. Yes. And so that was one of her gifts. Was that gin... And Titanic ice cube maker. Amazing. So we make some cute ice cubes in there. Mm-hmm. And then later we're playing board games and sipping on our drinks. And, you know, we've got all that. Something happened where the ice cubes that I had in my beverage fell out. Or I just took them out and were was just like playing with them or yeah. whatever. And so I was reenacting with the ice cube. And the ship in my reenactment yelled, save us, Carpathia. And one of my friends just looks at me and goes, what did you just say? And I said, the Carpathia, you know, it was the ship that picked up the Titanic survivors and the people on the lifeboats. And everybody looked at me and said, no, no, we don't know that. No, we don't know that. I just thought that was general knowledge. And then I learned it was niche. And I was like, cool. So I I feel... It's the moment of like when everyone kind of looks to query and make eye contact. And you have that moment of like, I'm pretty sure that I'm not actually an outlier. But have have I found myself amongst a group that just doesn't have acting knowledge of the Titanic? No, it's, it's actually... A smaller slice of the world yeah, has a working so, knowledge of the Titanic. Yeah. And just sometimes I feel a little self-conscious about it because just, you know. Uh, Morgan, this It's not podcast, something you whip out at dinner parties. No, but it is something you whip out on this podcast. Like, did you know that the rusticles on the Titanic are slowly eating away at her hull and it's going to all pretty much disintegrate in the next couple decades? Morgan, rusticles, what? that sounds misleading. Are they made of rust? No, it's actually bacteria that we discovered lived two miles below the ocean. Oh, the pressure's really pressure Fulfur. down there. Like yeah. two miles. Wait, are we starting we to talk know. about one of our favorite of the three subjects? Yeah, I just want you to know. Yeah, like all those rusticles, the things you see that look like rusty icicles and all the pictures of the Titanic. That is actually bacteria that lives at the bottom of the ocean two miles down. 
And like we didn't realize organisms lived down there until we discovered the Titanic in the 1980s. And so it's kind of a big deal. And it was a huge scientific achievement. So I'm not going to talk about the Titanic today because this is not a Titanic podcast, but you brought it up and, and it could have asked about it. Mm-hmm. And so there it is. Nope. I'll stop a, talking about it now. I think we need to continue talking about it because <laughs> the Titanic is a reoccurring theme in the journey. It's great for the program. You may hear Titanic references already have been sprinkled in Mm -hmm. through this podcast because it's a regular occurrence in our normal life. And it's it's just disappointing a little bit that Titanic history was not a part of, you know, Americans children education. But, you know, this is this is us doing that work that should have been done for our generation. I think I learned about it in school. But like how much? I mean, like I, how I much know. actually? I like, definitely like there were books available or it was one of those things where I had like uh some first reader books. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was in I was always into history. I was always interested. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I don't know. I started reading about the Titanic at a young age. And then uh, Dear America, we both read the Dear America the book. The Dear America book about yes. Titanic. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, we were primed from a young one. age. Absolutely. I think that was another thing. There was like one, I don't know, someday when we both realized that we read a whole bunch of Dear America books mm-hmm. as 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 young girls. Yeah. And that was also exciting to realize like, oh my gosh, you read the same books. Oh my gosh, you read the Oregon Trail one. Yeah. You read the Titanic one. Oh my yeah. God, that was your favorite too? Yeah. Me too. Those were the two oh my gosh. that were just like, yeah. if you read the Dear America books, they're diaries mm-hmm. of young girls experiencing a hor- historical event yeah. across the country. And there are just mm-hmm. some really lovely... Ch- Anasta- There's a whole princess series. Anastasia is one of them. Oh, <gasps> the Royal Diaries. Oh, feelings. And you know yeah, what? I forgot Here's about the thing. those. Here's the thing too. Mm-hmm. It's just for me... I think there is something there is something special about bonding over a book with somebody. Yeah. Like a friendship that has a foundation where books are involved. Mm-hmm. That's special. Yeah. Books take time. And books. it's and it's a feeling. Again, that's a feeling. Books take time. It does. Yeah. So that's always exciting for me when I find out someone's read the same series especially from childhood it's kind of like i don't know if you're a reader and you're a young adult it's like yeah you've maybe read some of like the popular books that are out now but yeah but there's some nichier yeah there's some nichier there's some (laughs) i mean like this isn't a hipster podcast but like oh my gosh we're so niche no absolutely not absolutely a hipster (laughs) (laughs) okay any other things you want to say about titanic uh this is like a pillar of friendship for us well and that's the thing it's that what can you say about titanic you know what i want to say about titanic is that titanic season is coming yeah it is coming in like an iceberg Mm -hmm. right ahead that's what i want to talk about morgan let's talk about our logo for a moment Oh, yes. Because I feel like... Absolutely. This is adjacent. This is Titanic adjacent. It is. So let's take a moment to talk about our Aquarius Behavior, a Best Friends podcast logo. Because our logo 
is an iceberg. What? An iceberg? I know. Why? Because we're passionate about Titanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also because I we both were talking about how it's a Aquarius is watery. <laughs> and it's also a metaphor. It's a metaphor for our podcast mm-hmm. that like... On the surface, it may just seem like a best friend podcast, but really there's so much depth to it. Under the ocean. It's like, who even knows what we're going to talk about next? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot, for hidden, real. a lot of hidden secrets under the waters. Yeah. And uh, just a lot of the, uh, also the iceberg right ahead energy, because sometimes we say that in our friendship of like, oh no, I see this thing coming down the pipeline. It's happening. Everyone prepare yourself. There is a catastrophe ahead, but Ooh. it's really not. It's, we're aware it's of it. mostly in my head. It's happening. Yeah. What, what have you. But yeah, so uh, Aquarius behavior is also just all about the secrets of the iceberg. It's all about the, um, mm-hmm. the mysteries uh, in, in the yeah. depths. And just watery. And just we are very the water watery. bearers. Mm-hmm. We're an air sign, which is confusing. But Aquarius is water bearers, so it's very confusing. Yep, but that's Aquarius. That's right. Chaos. That's right. Hundred percent. Iceberg right ahead. Thank you. Thanks for bringing that up because you're right. That is also tied to Titanic and that pillar of friendship for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to watch Titanic. We are definitely going to have some Titanic episodes, like some special Titanic episodes. Yeah. In the month of April, because we observe, we observe that the time of year of the Titanic. Sometimes we observe, you know, also the discovery of the Titanic in September, and so we have like dual times where we just observe. Yeah, and sometimes September learn. also needs to be a Titanic month. Sometimes for us. it also does. Yeah, yeah. and so we'll <laughs> definitely be talking about the Titanic and spreading some knowledge because there's some pretty incredible discoveries and just stories. <sighs> so. The architecture. The, I mean, are we talking about the everything. boat or the movie no. or the documentary? Like literally or the, everything. Like, oh no, the gosh, science, so the many discoveries. Good, so many smart people, people have worked on those projects. Ugh. The souls. The artistry. The, yeah, no, everything. The lives that have been lost. Yeah. Mm. So that's a whole thing. This is why someday. Yeah. Someday. Like, this isn't a Titanic podcast. It's not a Titanic podcast, but, but we are going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It could have been. So that's Pillar Friendship number two. Yeah. And so should we take a quick break before our last Pillar of Friendship on yeah. this Galentine's episode? Yeah. Happy Galentine's mm. and everyone go get hydrated. Go hydrate. And we'll be back in just a moment. We'll see you in a sec. Bye. Hey, AbPod listeners, hope you're feeling groovy, and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. All right, Morgan. Let's talk about the third pillar. We're back. Friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit dehydrated. That was a little bit to get through stretch break, but we had a lot of things to say about the Titanic, turns out. (sighs) Dude, if you get me going on the Titanic, which, and this is the thing too, is like, no one brings up the Titanic. No. How can we talk about it? conversation. And so I never get to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people find out that I'm a little obsessed with it. And then they look at me and they're like, really? 
Like that kind of came out of nowhere. And I'm sitting there thinking, no, I've just been sitting here hoping you'd bring this up for the last three years. And finally, it's happened. <laughs> Today's the day. Uh, the, it's like, whoa. The Titanic know. part of yourself is just sitting on a stool in the corner, just mm. patiently waiting to be called during the presentation. Oh yes. To come up and talk. She about loves Titanic. to be in the spotlight because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she just ugh, she'll talk about it all day. Someday I think like, you know, I'd love to just volunteer at a place where I can just sit and just talk about Titanic. Mm. (sighs) I don't know where that job exists for me, but maybe I'll invent it someday. Who knows? Morgan, would you like to sit here and talk about Titanic? I mean, yes, but we're supposed to move on to the third pillar. Yes. No, we have. Uh, you know what? And I do like this story, too. Like, this is going to be fun stories, too. So yeah. it's OK. We can move on. Yeah. Let's jump I'm into prepared. the next the next segment. Yeah. Thanks for your patience, mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. OK. So, yeah. What's our third third pillar today? I don't even story time. No idea. Tattoo. Morgan. OK. I couldn't remember which of the other things that were on the list. But I wrote yes. it down. Don't worry. Okay. Thank goodness. Okay. So the third pillar today. Tattoos. It's tattoos. Yes. Mm-hmm. Another pillar of our friendship. Ugh. We both have tattoos. Wow. Yes. And we also share a tattoo. We have a friendship tattoo. We have a friendship tattoo. Mm-hmm. It is the same thing. We love it. I want to start at the beginning, Morgan. Can we start at the very beginning? Yeah, start us off at the very beginning. I, I want to start. start. It's no, been a it's, journey. You know, that's the thing. Journey. It's we. I think that also both of us are just a little kerfluffle from talking about Titanic because I'm still a little bit there. I have but to we're come down. Trans- I got my hackles up. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm transitioning from Titanic to tattoos. <gasps> yeah, let's just take a let's take a moment. <laughs> I feel like I have to do a little exercise. Ooh, yeah, let's get oh, some seed. I still feel that energy. Yeah, it was a stretch break, but now we're actually going to take a stretch. Stretch. Okay. I want to go back to the very beginning, Morgan. Yep. Because rewind it. I had the happy happening to be present for your first tattoo. But my mm. first tattoo experience was a little bit different than your first tattoo experience. I don't think I know the full story of your first tattoo experience. Well, you're going to tell it for us right now. Let's let's we'll take a brief moment <gasps> to go back go back to 2012 okay, uh, to a walk-in shop mm-hmm. where I got some stars on my feet that was sister tattoos with my sibling. Mm-hmm. And so she had stars and then I said, I want stars and the place that I want them is on my feet. So my first mm-hmm. tattoos mm-hmm. were getting just two simple stars, one on each foot. But I was not prepared for the searing pain and nerve yeah. touching that was going to happen. But also part of me was a little bit able to like disassociate from my feet because they were so far away from my brain that it was just like, wow, that really hurts. But also I can imagine cutting off my foot right now. And so that's also fine. Yeah. So we can probably get through this. And the whole thing took less than an hour and it was just a black line. Mm-hmm. Like it was a little a little bit of a baby tattoo. Like it was on my feet. But the the actual composition of the tattoo was mm-hmm. very straightforward. So uh, that was my first experience was a foot tattoo. Yeah, that's a tender spot. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get foot tattoos someday, but I also don't want to do that. 
because Ellie, because it's just I mean, because when I you know, know that's you not going to be any fun. Mm-hmm. And I wiggle. And when I wiggle, like my wiggles come out in my feet and mm-hmm. like I just like twist my feet around. So I you're gesturing your foot right now. Yes. Gesturing, like, how am I going to do that? <laughs> God. Yeah. If my if our artist is listening to this ever. Sorry. I'm sure this would make him laugh, too. Mm-hmm. It's just like how. It's just how. It's how just do you Like, that? you know yeah. what my body does. No, it's a little you bit can't. like um, like riding a bull of just you got to just keep it. <sighs> just brace yourself. Yeah, just like, got to ebb and flow with it. I've been practicing my breathing exercises, Ooh, though. Yeah. And yeah, my box breathing. Mm. <sighs> the focus. Yeah. Yeah. That one, two, three, that's four. That's just you try. But yeah, that's the feet, dude. Mm-hmm. That was, wow. It was but sharp. T- that is sharp. Mm-hmm. And so and so then our tattoo was that is that the third tattoo you've gotten? Hold on. I, I mean technically fourth because you've got two feet one. Oh, you've I forgot who I am. Yeah. One on each foot. Yeah, so. it was uh there were a few generations of the feet tattoo because mm-hmm. enough time had passed where I got before our friendship tattoo, I got a tattoo with another best friend. Yes. But you know how you have different levels of best friends? You get it. We don't need to talk about it. So I have each of you no, on my shoulders. Friend, we've talked about this before. Best friend is not a person. No. Best friend is energy. a tier. Mm, it's like right. it goes in tiers. Yep. And so when you say someone is my it's best friend, like that is a tier. Yes. And it's like, no, it doesn't have to be one person. It's mm-hmm. not exclusive. No. It's just like you have reached the state of best friendship. Like it is a label you get it. You know, it's like it's like putting MD or DDS at the end yeah. of your name. Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent DDS. Yes. You know, your name, insert here, comma, BFF. Mm-hmm. Can we have nameplates? <laughs> Can we have nameplates yes. that have BFF yeah. as our letter? Okay, thank Correct. you. Correct. Okay, so yes, you had your feet tattoo and then Sorry, yes, my emotions. Had, so yeah, you had a best friend tattoo. I got a bestie tattoo on Mm -hmm. one of my shoulders. And then because we had like a solid like 40 minutes at the end of my session, I said, hey, can you make my feet tattoos better? Because this was a walk-in appointment. And so our artist did a fabulous job just giving it a little bit more 3D depth. And there's there's only so much you can do from the lines that were there. But it mm-hmm. made it so much better and it made my feet look cute in heels because ladies with size 11 feet, let me hear you raise your hand. And I was like, well, let's put mm-hmm. tattoos on these bad boys because then we'll make them feel extra cute when we're wearing fun shoes and tattoos. It's like, well, look at all this canvas space. So foot tattoos and then shoulder blade tattoos. Mm-hmm. Those were the generations. So it's like I have star tattoos. But they've evolved, you know, mm-hmm. they've just they've evolved. And then the shoulder tattoo went on the clavicle, which was an interesting nerve journey. Mm-hmm. But it was you and I had very different experiences during our friendship tattoos. We did. Yeah. Because I got mine like we both have them on our shoulder. Mm-hmm. And first of all, let's talk about what the image is. And yeah. Right. And so and and we're going to credit right now. I'm going to tell you our artist. His name is Pookie. He is the owner and lead tattoo artist at Peregrine Tattoo in Minneapolis. We are going to link him. Mm hmm want to give full credit and he's wonderful yeah um and so he's done three of mine mm-hmm. and 
I'll be going in for four and five <laughs> <laughs> later this year. You got those on the books. <laughs> He's working on it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so our tattoo that we chose, so we have flowers. It's a cluster of three roses, but it's, they're abstract it, and it's all one continuous line mm-hmm. that makes this cluster of three roses. And it's just, it's simple. We wanted something that was whimsical and elegant and feminine and symbolic. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then uh, we had given a, a couple examples to Pookie and told him what we were looking for. And my utter delight when we got to our appointment that day and he told us that he kept it one continuous line. He said, I had to do this a few times because I kept instinctively taking my pen off the paper. And he told us that it was really important to him to keep the integrity of what we asked for and to actually do one continuous line. And so it just meant so much that he took that so seriously. And that wasn't something that I, I don't think like I gave that prompt or like requested that, but it was just, the intention that he had and that attention to detail. Yeah. Uh, something that I just like really appreciate about his artistry. Yeah. And so it was very cool. Just the process just and the intention of that. It was. Yeah. yeah it is one continuous line. I know. Mm-hmm. And so we that's like what we really love. And so that's the style we were going for. And so we both have it on our shoulder, but they're opposite shoulders. Mm-hmm. So mine's on my right shoulder. Yours is on your left. We can Captain Planet rings them together. Yep. Of just, yes. And I like that when we hug, then they touch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is how Yeah, I have another tattoo that I share. Mm-hmm. And it that's the same way. I was like, let's do it in opposites and then when we hug. Mm-hmm. They'll be near each they'll other. They'll be near each other. Yep. They'll be near each other. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I like getting my friendship tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> but the pain level was definitely different because your placement, we both did them on our shoulders and mm-hmm. but they're on the yeah, the opposite sides. Yep. And so then mine, I wanted it to mirror my other friendship tattoo. So mine's mm-hmm. a little bit higher on it kind of sits on the top of my shoulder and kind of wraps into my clavicle and it hits bone. Excuse me. Um <clears throat> wraps into my clavicle and then yeah, back onto my shoulder blade a little yes. bit. Ooh, and then yours, you, oh, Pookie just did such a beautiful job, just placement wise, and just oh yeah, mine's oh. just right. Oh, mine's just right on the arm here. It's just yeah. a me- nice meaty part. It's the mm. like mm. your t-shirt. Cap. It's just it's just all muscle and fat, and yeah, it's just, feels like nothing. Yeah, it's just like cutting through butter, honey. Well, that was the thing is that you went first, right? Yeah, and I was like, this is totally yeah, cool because for me, it's a little bit of a blur. Okay, and he <laughs> described it in the best way, and I always tell everybody this mm-hmm. when because I asked a lot of people who I know who had gotten tattoos before, like, what would you describe it as? Like, I know a lot of people who have tattoos, and so I asked a bunch of people, and everybody gave me different answers, and so I remember asking Pookie as I'm sitting in the chair and I was like, okay, man, like what does this feel like? And he thought for a second, he goes, you know, it feels like cat scratches. It feels like continuous cat scratches, but then the needle come off and it won't feel like anything. And that 
is exactly what it feels like. And then I've told other people that who have tattoos and they just have a light bulb moment. They're like, oh, Oh, my God. Yes. mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. that. Yes, it is. It's just like continuous cat scratches. And then once the needle's off, don't feel a thing. It's sharp. Wild. And it's deep and it's painful. But then. But if it's on a meaty part, like, again, it's just like. So just on my arm over here, mm-hmm. easy you're not, peasy. You're not zinging into the nerves. NBD, buddy. Yeah, where it brings a tear to your eye because your first mm-hmm. tattoo experience was, I would say, lovely compared it to was lovely. your second tattoo experience. <sighs> and uh, for me, getting our friendship tattoo on the clavicle, one thing that I appreciated about my experience with my tattoo was that I started feeling sick even though we went out for tacos beforehand and made sure that our bodies were ready well hydrated we were hydrated yep that's right we do all the nice Mm -mm. things for our body Mm -mm. and so all of a sudden I just started feeling unwell and it's just a very abnormal feeling for me to feel lightheaded or to feel like oh my gosh like I might I might be having a moment and I realized like secretly in in my mind palace, I was just like, oh, my gosh, am I like freaking out right now? Like this hurts so bad. Am I like, you know, going to need a moment or whatever? And as soon as like you looked at me and you're like, you look you look too pale and like I wasn't blinking or something. I was just visibly like in pain because you normally you have a fair complexion Mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm. I disappear in the but snow. But then there's a difference between that and like gray ashen, <laughs> which yeah, I look like I have a Victorian or just like disease. the like the color of chalk. Uh-huh. And I'm like, hmm, yeah, that's mm-hmm. not normal for Samantha. It's too far on the spectrum. But what he said was, you know, if you start talking about it. As you're hydrating and eating, it helps so much rather than keeping it inside because usually your mind panic is so much worse if you're experiencing it alone. And that was the thing that I realized helped me so much once we started talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, actually, you guys, like, my fingers went numb and I started feeling lightheaded and tingly. And Mm -hmm. these are all just the body's pain response to overwhelm and concern. But when you start ignoring the tattoo feelings, then it can start cascading into different, you know, panic effect, limbic system, blah, 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 all the things. Mm -hmm. So for me, that was my significant like learning experience about my pain response at that level with direct nerve because it was a straight line it was also a different needle than what the other shaded um motif on my other shoulder Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. and so this was just a straight uninterrupted line that just kept happening in beautiful concentric circles but or not concentric but in beautiful loops and creating petals Mm -hmm. but it was also 
every time that same line just crossed certain areas, it was yep. just like, here it comes again. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. All right. So for me, that tattoo was very interesting. It also got done at like just a very um, poignant part. You know, it's always like, oh, look at the timing of our tattoos. How hilarious. We could not have planned it any more perfect. And so for me, I needed a nice cathartic cry. I just mm-hmm. a really mm-hmm. good, you know, this tattoo, this tattoo was meant to happen at this specific time. So mm-hmm. that was my experience with the spectrum of tattoo um pain let's say yeah the the wistful tear but just talk talking about your body pain is so important when you're having a tattoo experience and communicating with your artist Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well done i mean we survived it but you have also you've also had an experience i did yeah with you're right. Getting our tattoo was lovely. You had a great time. You went it first. It was lovely. And it was just like, oh, Morgan's done. All mm-hmm. right, great. Now it's my turn. Dun, 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 yep. Dun, dun. yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's another tattoo mm-hmm. that I share with my brother. And we have matching Batman tattoos on our ribs, mm-hmm. on our sides. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that I knew was going to be painful. And he picked out the placement and I said, because he came to the conclusion at first we were talking, hey, like we might get just, you know, each get a Batman tattoo, but everybody can just decide, design their own and whatever. And then he decided one day he texts me and he's just like, hey, you know, it's important to me that these are matching. And I was like, all right. All right. And then he told me that he was thinking about getting his on his side, like, on his ribs and i went <laughs> okay okay and he's like well you don't have to get it there and he's like no we're matching it's like it's gotta match we're doing it together <laughs> doing it. and so it was awful it was so bad i was so squirrely but um i got up once and it was just like okay you learn to like breathe through it and stuff oh and this was done by pookie as well yeah another thing yes. he's yep he's done all of my tattoos thus the far. only artist since 2013 yeah. and so like been allowed he designed yeah he he designed for us mm-hmm. we consulted with him a couple times i also send massive emails it's like paragraphs of descriptions and it's a lot of like feeling and like buzzwords yeah <laughs> now, here's what i want the tattoo <laughs> to say but without uh, saying it thank goodness for him yeah yeah it's madness it's always no but it's <laughs> it's he it's turns precision. the madness he, into magic and he makes it and that was mm-hmm. one of the things too is like i was describing something to my brother when we were talking about this tattoo and I was like I have this idea and I described it to him he goes yeah okay but just how is that going to work in the design I said I don't know and I'm not going to try to figure it out I'm just going to ask Pookie to do it and just see if he can envision something and make it work (laughs) turn that problem into a solution (laughs) but that's the thing is like I think for me, just finding an artist that I can trust and somebody who wants to work with me and also gets excited because, yeah. like, the thing going to that shop, it's just the excitement um, around by everybody because, like, Pookie and the people who work there, they are truly in love with their craft. Yeah. And so and, – and, like, he will just take on 
anything. And so I have come to him with completely different designs every time. And I'm like, none of this is going to coordinate. And like now I'm just going to ask you to do something different. And that's the journey. And that's what's happening. But but it still looks cool. And every time he's just like, this was fun. (laughs) And this was fun because I got to do this. Like with our tattoo, he's like, you know what? This was a challenge. I've never been asked to do something like this. And yeah. And so like just having somebody you trust. And so, oh, thank goodness. Like, you know, he does just an excellent job and everything is just like so clean. I just kept thinking about how much I was moving and I'm like, Mm. I need to stop because I'm going to ruin this on myself. Mm-hmm. And just, I mean, it's just gorgeous. Yeah. Everything's clean and it's just the most beautiful thing. I love it so much. And that is my favorite tattoo uh, as of right now. Yeah. But it's on my side and it's usually covered. And so it's just like every now and again, then I get a sneak peek or it's just like I'll hop in the shower and then I remember I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just so I've got perfect. this awesome thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I love when you your tattoo placement just like sneaks up on you and it's just like, oh, I forgot about you. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's also when you get a new tattoo. And then for me, when I got the one for on both of my shoulders, it's just out of my periphery where like it would Uh, catch mm -hmm. it on the side of my eye and like I'd startle myself because I'd be like, oh, my gosh. There's something on my... Sh- oh, no, it's just the tattoo. Oh, it's, yeah. Or, oh, my gosh, I'm washing my <laughs> body. And now, oh, no, it's... No, it's just... That's... Mm, yeah. It's just a tattoo. It's just a tattoo. But now it's our tattoo forever. <sighs> yeah. It is. Well, I know. shout out to Pookie. Yes. Brilliant line work. Fantastic design. He just... Yep, he turns the madness into magic. And it was just absolutely... Mm-hmm. Delightful working with him on our friendship tattoo. And then you've gone back to him for multiple tattoos since then because I know. when you find someone who's amazing. Yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. And I will hopefully have an appointment before my wedding mm. to finish up my shoulder pieces. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, going all in. Yeah. I love it. Obsessed. 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 <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Well, Samantha, this has been a really fun special episode. I'm glad that we're celebrating Galentine's Day a little early. Happy Galentine's Day. (sighs) Happy Galentine's Day. This is just, I love just sitting and talking about us Uh, and our friendship and the memories. Mm -hmm. Mm. The pillars of our friendship. I like that phrasing. Pillars of our friendship. I'm excited for us to discuss future pillars of our friendship Mm -hmm. and bring Mm -hmm. them into the memory pool that is our podcast yeah yeah so geez i enjoyed this chaotic storytelling episode Mm, thanks for being here friend uh we gotta wrap this up have a great week love and abundance friends love and abundance